Time for Talk of the Town with Lisa Kay. I have been looking forward to this Talk of the Town since I found out that these ladies were coming back in. And what we were going to be talking about today, very interesting, it's another chat with Mankato Area Foundation. Maureen Gustafson back in. Hello. You are so sunny and smiley on such like a this cold dreariness. Right? Happy New Year. Oh, I haven't seen you for a whole year. Right. right? <laughs> it's brand new, 2023. And with Mankato Area Foundation, uh, you've been bringing me guests in studio and I found out who was coming in and I'm like, oh, well, this is going to be fun because she's a friend of mine. Thanks. Isn't that always a treat? <laughs> We're talking about the Greater Mankato Inclusivity Study um, that Mankato Area Foundation is a part of. So what, tell me a little bit about uh, this and then introduce my friend to everybody that's listening yes. since I already know her. Yes. Well, in the summer of 2020, the foundation held a series of focus groups. And this was to check in to see how people were doing because that was a pretty miserable time. COVID, so we brought yeah. in groups of uh, different heads of different nonprofits, different business sectors, and just said, what's been good for you during the pandemic and what's been difficult during the pandemic? And we just created some really good conversations, some great synergies. Shortly after that, Laura Bowman from ISJ, excuse me, Mayo Health mm-hmm. Systems, our very dear partner, came to us and said, um, you know, we have some money from our foundation is looking at the health of our community. One component that's very important is how inclusive are we? Mm. And that's something that we don't always take a look at. Right. So she asked us to work in partnership with them and as any many other partners as we could recruit to conduct a very thorough study of how inclusive we are, how we go about including people, um, how we create programming, we create opportunities to make everyone feel included. And then we are fortunate to bring on Miss Rita. Read it. Say your last name for me. <laughs> it's Rosbach. Rosbach. I, okay, I wanted to make sure I pronounced it absolutely correct. You know how you can know someone forever? Yes. And, and still make it wrong. Okay, so I, read yeah. it. Sometimes yes. I say Rosbach, <laughs> and I'm like, that's not Rosbach. right. And it oh, comes good. Out you my, do it, too. I do it all oh, the good, time. Good, but good, good, good. I, I yeah. just call her Rita. Yeah, and being Gustafson, I get <laughs> a lot works. of different Gustafsson and, and that kind of oh, thing. Oh, sure. So it's always good to check in. Yeah. So Rita's going to tell you about the fabulous job she's been doing and the various components of the study. Well, before we hit with Rita here, when you were asked to partner, did, did anybody at Mankato Area Foundation, like, Go okay. We need to hire somebody ex- exclusively oh, for this. Definitely. We not. We don't really know what yes. we're doing in that capacity. We knew that was a key component to it. So we knew we were going to hire a consulting firm that that is very experienced in diversity training and diversity research. But we knew we'd need a point person, mm-hmm. and that that point person would have to be the one that all of the partners could come to with questions. That could be the um, on the ground person communicating with everybody and that's how we got Rita. Aha. All right, Rita. Good to see you. It's good to have you in uh in the studio. I normally normally we're like out to dinner or out to lunch or something. I know, <laughs> which we need to do again, but we it's do. awesome to see you again. So talk a little bit about uh what you bring to the table when you come into this and did you know what you were getting yourself into um as far as a project this size, this is a large, large scale project. It's a really large project, but it is absolutely wonderful. So I started at Mankato Area Foundation in February. And um, when I started, you know, this project was brought up to me and I just, it's, it's an amazing project. It was a perfect fit. And I was so glad to have this Mm -hmm. um, as mine to work on. Um, 
I think we had some other things in mind for me, but um, as this project went along, we found out that it's it's at such a huge scale mm-hmm. that it became my full-time priority, and right. it's been fantastic. So talk about your background, because this is radio. People can't see us. If it were TV, it would be different. <laughs> So my background, surprisingly enough, is actually in occupational therapy. (laughs) Okay. So, um, but as I went along um, professionally, I found out that I really enjoyed a focus on community wellness, even with occupational therapy. Mm -hmm. And this, as far as looking at the inclusivity in our community and really how welcoming we can be and how good a fit we can be for everyone included. It fits right in with what I'm very passionate about. So it's been perfect. Right, right. And when we talk about um, on the radio, it's uh, people have been hearing the sound of my voice for a long time. What they might not realize behind the microphone here in the studio is that I'm half Asian and half, I'm not white, Right. So if we're talking about diversity and I've worked a lot in racial equity and um, inclusion in this area in southern Minnesota, um, you know, that's something that's always close to my heart. Is that why it was close to you or did you have a different are you coming at it from a different angle? I think quite a few different angles. I think you probably being half Asian and I am. 100% Asian um, with a Taiwanese background. My parents are immigrants. Um, My dad came here for um, his PhD and uh, from Taiwan, and then I was born here. Um, That you have that slightly different perspective um, as far as um, how welcoming a town might be for you when you actually move into it. Mm -hmm. Um, That was one thing that my husband and I were considering when we moved into Mankato, uh, he grew up in Faribault. I grew up north of Chicago. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Completely different, right? A little bit, yes. Um, A lot more diversity. We both went to school in St. Louis. So, um, you know, and we have children who are half Asian. And so that's one of the things that you consider um, when you move into a place. You know, how welcoming is this place going to be? Even based on how you look like, right? right? right. I mean, you know, it it shouldn't be that way, but it is sometimes that you can be judged based on looks. And are your children going to be treated well? You know, is there a chance that they could be bullied? That's the last thing that you want. Will Mm -hmm. they be accepted? Will your family as a mixed, you know, couple be accepted? So... So I have that, you know, I mean, and then we we lived in North Mankato for a while and then we moved to St. Peter, which was even smaller. And so, <laughs> um, you know, and we've actually had wonderful experiences. I know that the communities that surround us are really, um, especially St. Peter, they're very interested in um, mm-hmm. equity issues and things like that. So exactly. It's, it's a good place. So and you find yourself with Mankato Area Foundation working on the inclusivity study. Where do you start with something of this scale? Where did you start? Well, we started by actually um, speaking with quite a few major organizations in our town. Um, There are actually 12 organizations who are involved as partners. And there's a lot. I I know that I've actually had people, (laughs) you're going to give me the list here, but I've had people on the show that have talked about this. And I'm like, oh, you're a partner with, that's the thing that Rita's working on. That's the thing that Rita's working on, Mankato Area Foundation. So there's a lot of um, school district. Yes, the school district. So um, Mankato Area Public School System, 
Um, MSU, Mankato, South Central College, uh, Mayo Health System, Nicollet County, Blue Earth County, the city of Mankato, city of North Mankato, um, the Diversity Council, uh, Greater Mankato Growth, and uh, the YWCA, I think I mentioned, and Mankato Area Foundation, of Mm -hmm. course. But um, so we all got together, really, and had a meeting, and we actually had to figure out what we thought of as inclusivity and where we wanted the focus to be. And, you know, really inclusivity isn't just about race, but it's also, you know, we decided that we wanted to look at age and gender and abilities Mm -hmm. that all of those play a factor in how included people feel within our community. Right. Which is really something I know that the, the greater Mankato diversity council focuses on everything. Yes. Very large scale. Yes. Um, so in, in in forming something like this, uh, there's a firm that you had that that is coming in to ask some questions, or how 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 did that work? Yes, like Maureen mentioned earlier, um, part of what we needed to do was to find an agency that specialized in doing research and gathering data, and we found IC Edge up in St. Paul, and they specialize in this. Um, They're a national firm known really well for their um, looking at inclusivity. And so we, you know, spoke with them and hired them. And the other importance of this, of hiring somebody outside of our community, Mm -hmm. is that they have an unbiased approach um, because we needed an organization to come in and take a look at our community without being influenced really by any of the partners, right? right? Or any of the factors included in our community. Very smart, very smart. So how did this come together then? Um, What did they study? Who comes up with the questions and and what happened? Well, let's see, we all met and um, then we decided to have really some one-on-one interviews with people in the community who are considered leaders who kind of had, you know, a sense of what was going on in our community. And so IC Edge conducted these one-on-one interviews with um, everyone and some themes popped How up. How many people did they talk to? They talked to 20 okay. um, and these 20 people represented 18 different organizations um, from various areas of um, diversity like I said age, gender, sure. abilities um, and came up with some themes and uh, developed some questions from that And these questions were used then in some focus groups that we held in July and August. And we invited 35 individuals to participate in four focus groups. And really, everyone just kind of came to the table and they were asked to share what their perspectives were, their honest, open perspectives in a safe spot and it was amazing it's a safe spot but you have to find the right people to be able to share to people that are willing because some of these subjects are touchy right absolutely and we were lucky enough to have people who were committed to really giving us their perspective because they believed in the study and also these focus groups were conducted by ic edge so again that unbiased approach um we guaranteed that no one was going to be able to attach a name to what was being said and that allowed people that safe place Mm -hmm. to be open and share and people were really thankful for that um there were a lot of really amazing connections that were made from people who hadn't met before organizations who 
you know, hadn't joined together before. And a lot of people came to me afterwards. I wasn't in the focus groups, um, but... Um, How hard was that to be in charge of this, <laughs> but not to be able to be included in it and maybe give your opinion? Um, you know, it, it, since the partners meet on a regular basis, it wasn't too hard. I'm really anxious to find out what people said, but right. um, being able to provide that safe place and to know that people are being open, that's worth giving up any bit of mm-hmm. being in, being that right. fly on the wall <laughs> in the wall so so yeah it was it, it was great being able to give people that sense that they were being heard right. you know i mean really when it comes down to inclusivity it's about listening and making sure that you have that intention to hear what someone has to say so that you can truly understand what their experiences are and that's what this study is all about it's saying hey we really want to hear you we want to know what your experiences are and and really whatever you have to say is important because your input is what helps us make our community better and it's going to end up shaping what these uh, all the partner organizations do when they get the information uh, as far as results do you have any results whatsoever now <laughs> or are you in the tabulation stage of this study or what's going on there we are in the tabulation stage okay. yes we had a survey that came out in september um and that went out to everyone in the community we could reach um each one of our partners sent out links to our survey we were oh there's a whole web of it going (laughs) on yes which is wonderful i mean so many different organizations who aren't partners helped us out um invited us to come speak and share this link Uh, i spent some time at dio de los muertos and um at msu and they were at day of the dead yes yes it was wonderful um and People really responded well. I just, you know, it's a survey, not something that's always that interesting. Right. Um, But after explaining what the survey was for, we really received a positive response, which is fantastic. So right now we're in the tabulation phase of all the surveys and the focus groups and, you know, those interviews and seeing how they go. And luckily that isn't in my hands, but in the <laughs> wonderful hands of Icy Edge. <laughs> so they're going to tabulate all of that, get it back to you. What are you hoping for as an outcome? What is Mankato Area Foundation and the partners hoping for um, with the information that's coming back to us? Well, the one wonderful thing about this uh, study, which I really appreciate, is it has that intention to be inclusive and to really gather perspectives. So not only did we have a multiple choice option, but we also had comment sections. So people could actually write their perspectives. So that's, it's going to take a little more time Mm -hmm. um, to tabulate everything, but it'll be worth it because people were given that option to say exactly what they, they wanted to tell us. And not only that, but we, um, made sure that we had seven languages available oh, wow. on this inclusivity study, which we realized when you work with SurveyMonkey, it takes a little bit more time right. to have that. So we had our languages in Somali, Spanish, Arabic, Anwak, Noor, Hmong, and English. 
Oh, wow. And um, we worked with Mankato Area Public Schools to take a look at the percentages of the different languages that were um Because that isn't there like 50-some different languages there are spoken? a lot. Yes, a lot. It, yeah. I was amazed <clears throat> by how many there are. And so we took the top, you know, seven languages mm-hmm. and made sure that they were part of this study. Um, and... And so from that, being able to gather everyone's honest perspectives, um, each one of the partners will take a look. And, and the also amazing thing is that this study will be available to our entire community. Okay, so it's not something that just the partners are going to hold to themselves. Right, right. When are you expecting for that to be done? And when are you expecting that uh, you might be able to present that to the public and what type of form there? Well, we're hoping that this will be done in the first quarter of this year. Okay. Um, and so that as, means you're coming back to talk about <laughs> results once we. See, I, I would I love would to love have that to. conversation. <laughs> oh, that would be so much fun! I would love to. As you can tell, I'm really excited about this. This is, I mean, we have in Mankato one of the largest mixed method community led inclusivity studies in the United States, mm. and that is pretty awesome. I just. To see the dedication of our partners, to see how well this has been received, I think that's that's quite a huge thing for our community. When you think about the the data that's going to come back and all of the partner organizations that are involved, they're each going to pull something different out of that, right? And and maybe change the way that they do things based on the answers that they receive and the results from the survey. Exactly. In order to be more inclusive. Right, right. Maybe it's things they didn't even realize. Well, and I think that's been part of this study. Um, We don't know what we don't know. Right. You know, and so we don't know until what direction we could possibly go in until this study comes out. And, you know, I'm sure that people and various organizations might have had some ideas but this study will actually give us the feedback that we really need to know that we can read about and say, okay, you know, this is really a concern and this is what we're doing well right. and and to go from there. From the voices of the people that it's going to make the most difference to. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's incredible. We have about a minute and a half left or so. What is on the docket for you next? I mean, once once you, you get the results back then. When we get the results, we'll take a look at them, but we also plan on, you know, presenting this okay. to our community. So that'll be next in the works, and I'm really excited about that. It'll be a media release and an opportunity for all outlets to be able to get a look at it. Right. And, you know, and you'll be back on the show. Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> Absolutely. Right. That's me being self-serving. Of right course. Well, we, and we we'll appreciate include you all back in you on the do. show. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is so exciting. And I'm so glad that you were able to do this. I think you couldn't have picked a more perfect person to, to have you this You are up. correct. And uh, thank you for doing that. And, and uh, in a sense, just trying to take care of everybody that lives in this community that we live in and that we all occupy together. So... Thank you so much. Well, thank you. It's been fun. Yeah, absolutely. And then Maureen, what are we going to talk about next time? What are we? Uh... Uh, we are going to bring in one of our partners, Erica Kozer. Oh, she I know has Erica. Connection Shelter. We're going to talk about our lovely homeless shelter. It really is lovely. Mm-hmm. She's done a beautiful job with that, and how people can get involved if they want to uh, donate some time or some food for uh, homeless housing insecurity. Right. Absolutely. Good. Uh, following on social media as well because they put a lot out there so yes. between now and the time that I talk to you with Erica 
uh, we'll send people in that direction. And that if people want to find Mankato Area Foundation, uh, is the website. Go to our website. That's the best place. Everything's there. We'll link it down below, right underneath on the show notes. All right, Maureen and Rita, thank you so much. It was good to see both of you Great today to on Talk see of the you. Town. Good to see you too.